Welcome to the Love Life Podcast, episode number nine, How to Have More Energy. It's December 17th, 2020. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and clearly podcaster. What I do is I help people be well-loved, happy, and healthy, even when times are extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way, and my music is by Howie Moscovich. How to have more energy episode number nine. Well, we're living in a pandemic and lots of people need more energy, but guess what? That was the case before the pandemic. We had a majority of people who were exhausted, tired. We had a lot of depression and anxiety and other concerns prior to the pandemic and the pandemic has just piled on, if you will. So, I happen to be one of those people that from early, early, early on in life, I always happen to have a lot of energy. And my friends and I, we just kind of chalked it up to, well, that's just the way I am. And that's just how it is. Not really understanding that there's actually a formula to having energy. So within the last two years, <clears throat> I happened upon a source to help me understand why I have so much energy, and I'm going to mention that later on. So really, this podcast is dedicated to you to help you understand the formula for you to understand the things that will help you boost your energy. <clears throat> so what is energy? Well, the definition of energy is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. So we would say energy is is what you need to get through life. So here's what I'm going to cover in the podcast today. Number one, reasons why people are tired or lack energy. Number two, I'm going to touch on the basic concept or formula for having energy. Now, then I'm going to distill the earlier list of all the reasons why people are tired into the top three reasons, which is my opinion. Now, mostly I, what I talk about is research-based, and if I'm going to give you an opinion, I'll let you know. But I think you'll understand why I've selected these three as the top three a little later on. Then I'm going to give you step-by-step step the process to go through to start to increase your energy because we don't want you walking around tired and exhausted and you want to have energy to do the things that really make you happy and help you be well loved. So here is my shameless plug on my website. I am having a giveaway. It's the year freedom giveaway that goes on until July, 2021. If you go to my website, you can enter to win free stuff, which is www.lisaalundy.com. And as soon as my author copies of my book come in, which is probably going to be maybe two weeks, um, I'm going to be throwing some books into the giveaway so you can also win one of my books. Which, by the way, you can read 98% of my book on my blog site right now for free. So you don't have to buy the book. 
I, I did a book because one of the people I was coaching who was a regular blog reader said last year, oh, you really need to put this in a book because I'm taking notes from your blog and a book would be so handy. So there's that. Next up, always included in my blog posts and my podcast is my medical disclaimer. <clears throat> I'm not a health professional, a medical professional or a therapist in any way, in any capacity. No, 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 I'm not. If you are listening to this podcast right now and you are thinking about harming yourself or you're feeling suicidal, I am asking you, I'm personally making a plea to you to please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. I am begging you to tell someone, I'm begging you to talk to someone, and if you feel like you can't talk to anybody, you can put it up on social media. I'm sure people will help you. We have the, you know, the lifeline number, but almost every state has has support in addition. So please, please, if that's how you feel, it's time to get in action. And I'm sure there is help available. Okay, now let's dive into why people are tired or they lack energy. Now, this is this is a list that's not in any particular order, so it's not weighted as, as rank ordered in terms of how many people ha have these different issues. But number one, not enough sleep or poor quality sleep. <clears throat> now, I have a whole post on pandemic sleeping tips on my, on my blog, and I do know a lot of, about sleep, and I have coached a lot of people people on how to sleep better, which is actually quite fun and very fascinating over the last 20 years or more. But not having enough sleep or not getting good quality sleep is one reason people are tired. Poor nutrition, meaning poor nutrition through what you eat, your diet. Another reason some people are tired is because their bodies lack specific vitamins or minerals. And if you're unfamiliar with the fact that according to a landmark study in 2010, a nutrition study, 98% of Americans are not getting the proper nutrition through your diet. If you don't want to look up that study, you could go to the USDA department. That's the Department of Agriculture because they list statistics about 30% of Americans are deficient in this and 25% are deficient in this and et cetera, et cetera. Certain vitamins and minerals are absolutely required to be able to function, but they're required for sleep. So sometimes when people can't sleep and they've gone through all kinds of, you know, steps and tips and techniques, it's actually specific nutrients that are missing. So there's that. Not moving your body. Now, AKA, we hate to use the word exercise, right? But even walking counts. Your, your body just needs movement. Another reason people lack energy is because they are overextending themselves. In other words, they're doing too much. They're doing like superhuman types of things and that usually leaves people tired and exhausted. Another big reason is lack of emotional skills. People get taken out of the game and sapped of their energy quickly by negative emotions and, and certain things that happen when they don't have the emotional skills to, to deal with it. Next up, low self-esteem or self-loathing, negative thinking and pessimism, excessive worrying or fears, and that includes overthinking or catastrophizing, having a harsh inner critic, 
<clears throat> certain wounds from the past or traumas, anger that has not been identified, processed, and managed, or anger that has been suppressed or repressed or simply is, is in stealth mode. So I want to pause here and say anger towards anger turned inwards can cause depression. So anger is one of those things that as a society we're not very good at. Actually, we're pretty bad at it. And anger is not a bad emotion. It's actually can be very healthy. And I have a whole blog post devoted to that. And I'll probably eventually do a podcast as well because this is really important. Anger, un unidentified process to manage, is either going to be turned inward on yourself or it's going to be turned outward. So this can be a big reason why people are tired or, or don't have enough energy. Another reason is not having enough friends or, or socializing. Now, it's a very common problem that people don't have enough friends or they don't have enough good friends. And what we know from the research are that dealing with loneliness and isolation, dealing with the feelings of loneliness and isolation, are more significant to improving your health than dealing with something like obesity. So not having enough friends and socializing, and by the way, I, I'm clearly aware we're in a pandemic. You can Zoom call, talk on the phone, you can social distance. There's all kinds of ways you can have social interactions even during a pandemic. But not having enough friends or socializing can leave people really lacking energy. Poor time management skills or unproductive, wasteful use of time can leave people feeling badly and not, not energized. Another thing is disempowering attitudes or beliefs. If you believe that nobody cares about you, is that going to leave you energized? Is that going to leave you like with vitality? No. If you have a disempowering attitude or belief that nobody cares about you or your life is terrible or, you know, um, you can't win, those are not empowering attitudes and beliefs and they're going to really take you, take you down. Grief or loss that has not been dealt with. Well, grief and loss are another thing that we're not very good at in society, and that leaves people without energy. Toxic relationships or people or situations can leave you lacking energy. Abuse of any kind. Lack of boundaries or undeveloped boundaries. A lot of people aren't really familiar when I say boundaries, and that's really knowing your limits, being able to set limits, it's a lot more involved than that, but I'm just giving you the, the idea. So if, you, if you're one of those people you can't say no or you don't have boundaries, that can really take your energy away. Not having enough going on in your life or not being up to something can also leave people without energy. Obviously, depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions bring with it a lack of energy, lack of motivation. Poor environment. That could be your living environment or it could be your work environment. But having a poor environment can decrease your energy. Feeling like no one cares or not having enough support in life. And that does apply to a very, you know, um, sadly, a higher number of people than we would like to admit. Next up, lack of, co of solid coping mechanisms. This is one of the underpinnings of issues in our society is we really don't lack, we really lack strong coping mechanisms for life. And so if you don't have good coping skills or coping mechanisms, you're going to be tired or exhausted. If you're a caregiver for another person or the caregiver of a special needs child or adult, that has 
extraordinary difficulties with that. And, and quite frankly, most, if not all, of the people who are in those categories are not getting enough support, so they're tired or exhausted. So that's a list of basically 27 reasons. That's not all of them, by the way. That's just off the top of my head, some of the most common ones. You can see that there's a ton of things that can leave you tired. There's a ton of things that can bring your energy down or, or wipe it out. So how is it that some people, even when life is tough, even when they're under difficult circumstances, seem to have a high amount of energy? Well, it's formulaic. So back in the day, back in the 90s or before, author Stephen Covey, who was, is the author of uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he wrote and talked about sharpen, this phrase, sharpening the saw. Now, he didn't originate the phrase sharpening the saw or the concept sharpening the saw, but basically the idea is, I mean, he's probably most well-known for it, but the idea is a dull blade, a dull saw, saw is not going to cut very well, if at all. So if you're cutting down a tree, big or little, you want to have a really sharp blade, and the idea is you have to rest, you have to rejuvenate, you have to recharge, you have to do specific things to sharpen yourself, to sharpen your blade. Now, in the last year and a half to two years, I happened upon this book by Jim Lehrer and Tony Schwartz called The Power of Full Engagement, and I was in my happy space because... What they really talk about is kind of the formula for energy. Not unlike author Stephen Covey, in their book, The Power of Full Engagement, they really are addressing how is it that people rest, recharge, rejuvenate, that, or sharpen the saw, as Stephen Covey said. So there is actually a reason that I've had energy all my life. And I was kind of miraculous to discover it wasn't just because I was made this way. I mean, that's kind of what we said. Well, you know, I'm just made this way. I just have a lot of energy. No, no, that had nothing to do with it. You, we, you all have the potential to have a lot of energy. It's a matter of doing the things that are going to help you rest, recharge, rejuvenate, or to use Stephen Covey's phrase, sharpen the song. So, what I did was I took the list of the 27 reasons why people lack energy or they're tired and I categorized, categorized it into the top three kind of big cat major categories and as far as why people are tired. So I want to go through that and again this is my opinion. This is based on being a high energy, okay, so the phrase most frequently used in my life for me, applied to me for my energy, is like the Energizer Bunny. And, you know, it is what it is. It's actually one of the reasons some people can't stand me. It's because I am happy and I do have a lot of energy. But when I go through the steps later on, and you want, I want you to know I actually do what I tell you to do because it works. So here's the top three reasons why people are tired, in my opinion, distilled down from the list of 27. Number one, and this assumes, by the way, this assumes that you have dealt with any underlying medical causes. So there are medical causes that can cause you to be tired. For example, 
lacking vitamins or nutrition. For example, you know, mental health conditions. For example, having undiagnosed celiac disease or gluten intolerance. Hormones being out of whack. There's a whole bunch of things medically medically speaking, that could cause you to be tired. So you, do, you don't want to fight against yourself. You want to have a, a good physician who can run whatever tests and kind of sort it out with you because if you have an underlying health condition you don't address and that's really the reason why you're tired, well, you know, that needs to be addressed. So my top three reasons assumes that there's no underlying conditions and you've already, medical conditions or causes and you've already dealt with that. So number one is emotional. So my second podcast is called Emotions as a Superpower. And I have to tell you, I love that podcast. I love that phrase. I love this topic because When you know how to use your emotions, when you really have facility, when you really have skills, emotions are a superpower. They just are. But, you know, it's like Spider-Man learning how to shoot the webbing out of his hand or learning how to swing from the buildings. You have to practice. You have to get in there and learn the skills if you want to have emotions as a superpower. But most people aren't there yet. So podcast two will help you. So the thing about emotions is it's it's the thing that takes people out of the game of life. It's the thing that saps and zaps people of their energy. You know, their feelings get hurt and then they feel wounded. And so that takes them out of the game or their energy. Or they get angry and they don't have good anger skills. So they're, they're just, you know, in a funk. So and th- the other things that you know, show up in this area of emotions are wounds and traumas, dysfunctional families, terrible childhoods, you know, disempowering attitudes or beliefs, which I already mentioned in this podcast. I mean, come on, would you have any energy if you had a disempowering belief that went like this, nothing good ever happens to me? Like, that's so sad and it's so tragic It just takes my energy away to say it. So if you have disempowering attitudes or beliefs, they can thwart you of having energy. Low self-esteem, self-loathing, cognitive cognitive distortions like emotional reasoning. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you want to make sure you are not someone who uses emotional reasoning. And there's, from my view, in my opinion, There's an awful lot of people who are suffering from this cognitive distortion where they use their emotions to reason with. That is really going to cut you off from people, from life, from love, and from living a true reality because you're not living a true reality. You're using emotions to reason. You want to use facts to reason. And the other thing, just to give you, I'm just giving you a flavor for what falls under emotional reasons why people are tired is having an inner critic that's that's harsh and that's extremely common as well so that i think number one is one of the primary top reasons why people are tired and we're going to cover what steps to take but podcast wise my second one emotions as a superpower will help you the fifth podcast using emotional pain to your advantage will definitely, well, all of my podcasts will help you. But, you know, 
starting to grow skills and abilities with your emotions will be extremely valuable to you. If you want to have energy, you don't want to be tired, you want to be able to, to do the things that make you happy. All right, number two. I have titled this not being intentional with your life. I'm not sure exactly how else to phrase it. That kind of resonated with me. But when I say not being intentional with your life, what I mean is you're kind of drifting. You know, maybe you graduated from school, you got a job, maybe you got married, maybe you didn't, maybe you had kids, maybe you didn't. But you're just kind of going through life. You're going with the flow, but you're not like setting goals. You're not taking charge of your life and you're not like planning or directing your life. You may, may not be doing things you love or enjoy. You know, you don't have a bucket list. You're, you're not up to something. And when people are up to something, let me tell you, that gives people energy. Of course, we want it to be something that inspires you. You want it to be something that makes you happy. But in my opinion, that's a big category, number two. And number three is poor or low self-care and self-compassion. I have a whole podcast about self-care and self-compassion. That is podcast number four. So that includes, not to repeat that podcast because it's a whole long podcast about it, but it's sleep, it's nutrition, it's exercise, it's your physical environment, it's emotional stuff, it's boundaries, it's being kind to yourself. So those are the top three categories with lots of things included in them. And now I want to move into steps for having more energy in your life. And I hope you can listen to this from, hmm, you know, do I want more energy? Well, of course you want more energy. Who wants to be tired? I mean, let's be real. You want to be tired? No, people don't want to be tired. They want to be happy. They want to have energy. People want to have a great life. They just don't know what to do to get there. So from the Energizer Bunny, here's your list. Number one, steps for having more energy. You're going to rule out medical causes. I'm sorry, people, but that has to be done. I'm a big fan of using physicians when and where they're needed and being responsible for my own health and there are things that cause people to be tired so why not roll it out number two i would seriously recommend that you consider exploring or investigating or considering that it could be related to your diet so for example that could be msg food dyes food additives it could be gluten it could be sugar just speaking personally I don't do well with foods that have MSG. Now, I didn't know that for a long time, but in the last five years, you know, after I would have some commercially made dips with vegetables or chips or whatever, I noticed, you know, I kind of get a light headache. I kind of don't really feel that great. And, you know, eventually I figured it out. So I make homemade dips and that takes care of that. And I'm a little bit more careful about reading ingredients. Now, I will tell you, a very long time ago, I sadly discovered that I could not have caffeine after 2 o'clock in the afternoon or I wouldn't sleep well. And I've always been a great sleeper. So not sleeping well is not, it's just not okay with me. So I am one of those people that I can't have caffeine 
after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. If I do accidentally, it will keep me up all night. So you might just start looking at, hmm, is anything that's going on with me related to what I'm eating? It may or may not be, but, you know, you want to not fight against yourself. So if you're eating something that is not good for your body and your body's having a reaction and you don't realize it's because of something you're eating, why wouldn't you want to figure that out? This is about you having energy. So the next thing I would totally recommend, this is like one of my favorite things. Okay, if you're listening to my podcast or you read my blog or you look at my YouTube videos, I have a lot of favorite things. I really, I really do. I, I can't help it. So my next recommendation, number three, to have more energy is to be well-loved. My first podcast is titled Be Well-Loved. I have a YouTube video about it. I'll probably put up a blog post about it here sometime soon. This is the thing. Like, we're here. We're human beings. We're living life. It's what everybody wants, but we don't talk about. You want to be loved. You want to be well-loved. So this is the one, one of the things that takes people out of life. It, it takes their energy away is they don't feel well-loved. And sometimes, tragically, they are not well-loved. So whether, and then there's people who are well-loved, but they just don't, they can't let the love in. And some people are, are you know, well-loved in a toxic way, which isn't love. But at any rate, I would highly suggest go back and listen to my first podcast and that you set being well loved as your number one goal in life. Like that could be your life plan, just simply to be well loved. And to be well loved, well, I have a whole podcast on it, so you're going to you can listen to that and hear what what it's going to take, but not having love, not feeling loved takes people's energy. Just like just takes our energy completely out. Next up, number four, lay out and execute a plan for self-care and self-compassion. Now, I already mentioned podcast number four. This is one of the things, in my opinion, that is like it's like if you're building a house, the first thing you do is you do a foundation. Whether you're doing a basement or no basement, you have to do a foundation for the house because the house has to be attached to the foundation. Self-care and self-compassion are the foundational skills and the foundational platform upon which you build life. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, who is? It's just selfish not to take care of yourself. And I know people who, you know, like, well, I have to take care of my kids, or I have to take care of... No, you have to take care of yourself. It's selfish not to take care of yourself. So there's a podcast there, lots of information. Next up, number five... I really hope you're going to get on the journey to have your emotions as a superpower. Well, why not? It's podcast number two, Emotions as a Superpower. That falls under, by the way, the category of emotional intelligence. So you can find books, books and books and books on emotional intelligence. You just want to say yes, yes, yes to growing your emotional abilities. I'm telling you, as I already said earlier, this is one of the big things that just sap people of energy. Next, number six, growth and development. Well, I am a major league fan of growth and development. Why? Because it's the access to love. It's the access to happiness. It's the access to seeing yourself as other people do. It's the access to to growing, healing. It's it's just the access to everything good, to solving your problems in life, to dealing with low self-esteem. And if you're 
really interested, I do have a blog post that lists the top 45 benefits of growth and development. I have a whole section on my blog about growth and development. Like, man, it's cool. And you can have fun doing it. So you want to be well-loved. What stops people from being well-loved are the things you can address in growth and development, like trust issues, not being able to be vulnerable, et cetera, et cetera. So get on the road to growth and development. Next up, be intentional with your life. Now, I am very, very, very well aware that many, maybe most people, but whatever the percentage of people have circumstances that they can't change. Could be having a, a having children. It could be caring for an adult parent. It could, it could be, you know, having two jobs. There's a lot of things you can't control. I'm aware of that. But there's an awful lot of things you can control. And that's what we work with. We work with the things you can control. Like you can control learning how to deal with your emotions. You control. You can control whether you have empowering or disempowering attitudes and beliefs. And certainly you can control bringing intentionality to your life. You, that's something that's under your control. So even if you are overwhelmed, well, I did a whole podcast about dealing with overwhelm, so you might want to listen to that because overwhelm is something you can get handled and manage in a once and for all type of thing if you're willing to do the work. But set some goals and then take action or create a bucket list you know, to do over the rest of your life. Of course, I'd love to see you have a life plan or a vision or a purpose because though that's the thing. When life is really hard, and of course, life is always really hard, but it's even harder right now because we have a pandemic. When life is really hard and you have something to look forward to, it changes things. You know, back in... 2005 when my life was, oh, I had, I was dealing with multiple traumas concurrent that I couldn't really personally take care of like I would have liked to because they weren't all under my purview. You know, I set up two reunions, year, two, whatever, out. And that just gave me, it was inspiring, gave me something to look forward to. I'm telling you, when life is really hard and you're up against it, if you get intentional, I don't care if it's a little tiny goal. I don't care if it's setting up a reunion for two years from now. It's going to make a difference. All right. Next, socialize and have good friends and socialize. So I already mentioned the research on loneliness and isolation, that dealing with that is more significant than some, dealing with something like obesity. It's a very, very compelling research. Now, most people, if they were honest and they could be frank, would say either, number one, they don't have enough friends, or they would say, number two, I have friends, but I don't have enough really good friends. This is a problem for people of all ages, all socioeconomic statuses. This is just a general common problem. It's why I have a whole section of my YouTube videos devoted to that. I have an upcoming podcast about making friends and, and why it's so important. You know, it's just, it's a hard thing. Now, I happen to be blessed by the almighty grace of God to have a lot of friends and a lot of really good friends. But even I have had to stop and pause over the years and go, hmm, 
you know, they're really not that nice to me. I don't, I don't think that's kind of what I, what, what I want in a friend who's going to be a backstabber to other people. Um, so, and our circumstances will change, which will necessitate having to make new friends or we change jobs or we, you know, relationships change, we have to make new friends, all kinds of reasons, you know, so having friends and socializing with them, good friends, no, no bad people, you don't want bad people in your life ever. Oh, no, you want to run from them. You know, it's really important, and it will give you energy, and it will help you with happiness. And, you know, even with the constraints of a pandemic, you can be connected with people and socialize. Next up, number nine, I, I recommend that you practice gratitude. Now, I just did a podcast about the miracles of gratitude. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. It's a muscle you can build. And there's lots of reasons why gratitude is difficult for people, which is why I have a whole podcast about it, talking about why it's hard and what you could do. That is going to give you energy. Being in a state of gratitude and thankful is going to change how you look at life. It's going to change a lot of things. All right, next up, number 10, what would be really helpful if you want to have energy and boost your energy is to learn how to deal with emotional pain. And my podcast number five, using emotional pain to your advantage might be helpful. So here's the thing. Life is hard. Life's always been hard, even before a pandemic. Now we have a pandemic, so it's even harder. And that's painful. What we're not good at in society is dealing with emotional pain. We're just not good at it. So when you can learn to use pain to your advantage, to me, it kind of takes the sting out. And if you can get benefits out of emotional pain, then that's pretty decent. Like, okay, nobody likes emotional pain, but if you can get some benefits, that's not bad. All right, next. Learn to manage depression and anxiety. That's podcast number three. There are actual steps you can take if you're dealing with depression or anxiety, if you're willing. And that's a whole podcast. So once you have the skills, we're really what I'm really talking about, what I address in my blog posts, my YouTube videos, this po these podcasts are skills, habits, practices, attitudes, and beliefs. And there are skills. There's a skill set for managing depression and anxiety. Trust me, if you had to start your whole life over again at age 58 with basically nothing and you were very highly functional, reasonably pretty darn happy, that's because you're employing the skill sets for managing depression and anxiety because it's quite depressing to have your life's finances wiped out. Like, trust me, it's depressing. And I'm still happy. So I declared myself a victor in that. But it's because I have skills in that area. So learn those skills. All right. Next up is learning the skills to be happy when life is hard. That is actually podcast number seven. So we we live like, well, I'm going to be happy when the pandemic's over. I'm going to be happy when I'm going to in a relationship. I'm going to be happy when this or that happens or when I have a certain amount of money in the bank or this or that. No, you could be happy right now. And that's podcast number seven. Happiness does not have to be some elusive someday, tomorrow. No, nor does energy. So that's 12 different steps to boost your energy and get you on the path. And a lot of those things for some of you 
means that you're going to have to learn new skills, new habits, new practices, or you might have to ditch things like negative thinking. I mean, if you're a negative thinker, how is it that you would have energy? Because that's just, it's just exhausting to say the things that a negative thinker thinks. You know, negative thinking is not going to give you energy. So we're talking about change, so I definitely recommend you have a reward system. I use a reward system, people, because they work and they're fun. Okay, you got to make life fun. So I have a blog post and a YouTube video about, about having a personal reward system. Get one, have it, and then get on the journey. So here are some takeaways from how to boost your energy. Number one, it is no accident that some people have more energy than others and that some people have lots of energy. It's not an accident. Number two, growing your emotions as a superpower will not only boost your energy, but it will change your life. Trust me, growing your emotions to be the superpower that they are will not only give you more energy, it will change your life. Number three, takeaway number three, self-care and self-compassion will not only help you feel better, because of course, part of all my podcasts is I want you to feel better, but self-care and self-compassion are also going to boost your energy and your vitality. And if you listen to the podcast, there's all kinds of benefits, tons of benefits. Takeaway number four, be intentional. This is your life. I know that you might have circumstances you can't control. I totally get it. But the more intentional you are, the more energy you're going to have and the happier you're going to be. So those are some steps. There's your takeaways. I hope call to action number one. I hope you're going to get in action. Like, I know life is hard. Trust me. But you can have great times. You can have a wonderful life. Think of the movie. It's a wonderful life. You can have a wonderful life even if something bad's happened or even if we're in a pandemic. So start getting in action. Number two, the more actions you take, the more energy you're going to have and vitality. Number three, please get a friend, make a friend, get a family member, get a neighbor, get somebody and say, hey, come on this journey. Let's, let's create a whole new future for ourselves. We're on the cusp of a new year. Let's like dive in together. Let's be partners in crime and, and do this. You know, why not? It will support you. It will support them. And lastly, we are in a time of humongous suffering. We just are. So my request, my last call to action is that you share this podcast. Share it with people. Share it on social media. Help people. Because, you know, why not? All right. Take care. Love you. I'm Lisa A. Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number nine, How to Have More Energy. And I really hope you're going to consider taking some steps, getting into action, and doing the things that will help you have more energy and vitality. Please connect with me at my website at www.lisaalundy.com where you can enter my giveaway to win prizes, including my new book, Once the Shipment Comes In, which will be added to the giveaway. I just really want you to have a great life. I love you. I appreciate you. And thank you for listening.